0: New World First Vehicle Weight Matrix Software. Know your weight
1: at Pedders.com.au
0: Absolute pleasure to be with you on another Saturday morning. Sam Hargroves, Margot Parker with you on Brisbane's Triple M. And for the first time in since I can remember, Margot, it is a cracking day outside. We've had the
2: worst weather. Goodbye, rain, hello, sunshine.
0: Absolutely. So no excuse not to get out and about in the river city today. Heaps going on, too, which we'll cover. Across the next couple of hours, so uh, how's your week been, please, Margot?
2: Been fantastic. I've been out again. The people of social media world are going to love and hate on me, but I've <laughs> had a massive week. Had lots going on. Went to the CMC Awards on Thursday night. I know not our demographic, but it was still an awesome night. Got to meet some superstars of the country music world, mm. uh, and one of my personal fan favorites, Darius Rucker. Got to see him over in Canada in 2009 when yep. I was pregnant with our daughter. She was then born in the birth suite to one of his songs and. So getting to meet him on Thursday night was, was pretty cool. Did you explain
0: all that to him? I did. And how did he cope with knowing that he actually as was really a cool child entered the world that I his was, song was playing?
2: As I was saying it, it kind of felt like one of those weird like fan yep. moments. And I don't tend to fangirl, uh, but I felt like I was fangirling. But he was really receptive. <laughs> he was super humble. He was like, oh, my God, that's mm. an amazing story. I love that. Thank you so much. And got a photo and was, and was really cool. So we had a great night. And then last night... Broncos, oh. yeah, the boys. How good How were the good? Broncos
0: last night? No one gave them a chance against the Cowboys. Mate, uh, everybody
2: wrote them off. Everybody wrote
0: them off, and it didn't. They didn't get off to a great start either. Yeah. Cowboys getting the first try, and uh, we're going to speak to Gordy Tallis coming up very soon. The Raging Bull and get his take. But man of the match for mine was absolutely the goalpost.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what about that? I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god, is he hurt?" And then I was like, "Oh my god, he didn't score a try. Oh my god, we're going to win!" So if you haven't seen all that those. footage, have
0: a look at the the goalpost making a match-saving tackle. <laughs> Cowboys about to cross. Goalpost steps minute, in, boom, something. Buzz, got just him. Planted him like a tree. Ball spills. Broncos get over the line. They did. It's a fairy tale. Hey, we've got heaps coming up today, too. I'm going to need your help, Uh, Margot. You cannot be serious today. I've got four contenders. Kelly Slater, Vernon Philander, Shane Flanagan and Wayne Bennett. So I'm taking votes on who you think should be in the barrel for You Cannot Be Serious. That and a whole lot more coming up, Dead Set Legends. John Bond on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M Bad Medicine. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, dead set legend. Uh, We're just trying to get onto the Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis. So if anyone's around any of the cafes of Brisbane, just seeing him Mm -hmm. getting about, this is the time of morning where he likes to just go and get his flat white. Uh, Just let him know that Triple M are trying to call him because we want to hear his thoughts on the Broncos last night because Margot Parker, they were sensational. And uh, you went along last night, uh, 24 to 20. Uh, It was a really tight game. It was a great game. Uh, I was watching it on uh, TV from the pub and uh, you went along for the first time in a long time.
2: Yeah, look, um, Corey, you know, his first year out of um, season retirement last year. So I think I again took the boys to, I think the first game was against the Cowboys last year or I don't know, whatever it was. I took them to that game and then I didn't go to another game all season, which was really strange for me because 14 years of my life consisted of going to the Broncos. Every home game, I was there. Some of the away games, I went along, you know, and I took the kids along with me because their dad played and I had to. Now, I don't have that. You're a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Um, And I don't have to go, but I have boys that love footy and love the Broncos. Um, And Wiley now playing football himself this year, uh, has like a new lease on, he playing on what he loves, Carina Leagues Club. Carina Leagues Club. Carina Juniors. Carina Juniors. Uh, he has a new lease on, on his love for football. He's not just watching because his dad's playing. He actually watches because he loves the game and he loves the Broncos. So I took the boys along last night and Wiley was super pumped the minute I told him when he got in the car from school, So we're going to go to the Broncos. Yeah. And before I even got to finish my sentence, he was in uproar. But I took the boys along last night. We parked here at Triple M and walked up with the the Sea of Maroon uh, and uh, Cowboys jerseys. But um, they had a great night. And Wiley actually watched it. You know, last year when I would take them uh, or the years before, you know, they were young. They'd run around in and out of the seats in the stadium and kind of, you know, watch but not. But while he was on the edge of his seat, yeah. he was standing, he was clapping, he was cheering. He was living all of those same moments that we live and the emotions that that we have throughout the game. He was riding those as well.
0: It's like a rite of passage, I think, going hmm. to the footy as a kid. I, I grew up in Victoria. yeah. So like any young Victorian, it was a rite of passage and almost like... Um, this incredible moment in your life, you never forget the first time you walked up to the MCG from yeah. Richmond Station. Mm. And you see it just emerge, from, and it's just incredible. It's a coliseum. It's just incredible. But I think it's the same here in Brisbane. The walk down Caxton Street to Suncorp mm. is like you know, with something that you do with your kids that yeah. you, you'll never, ever forget because it's, it's part of living here. It's part of the fabric of, of being in Brisbane and, yep. and that little walk uh, down with everybody, you know, up and about and they're yeah. excited. It's, it's a great feeling. And, and you I couldn't
2: get there quick enough, you know, yeah. like I'm trying to hold him back. I'm like, wait with me, mate, walk with me because there's a sea of, pe- there was 46,000 yeah. people at the game last night, you yeah. know, like just incredible amounts of people to turn up for the Broncos. Uh, but we're walking in and amongst that. And I had a three-year-old with me and a six-year-old and I didn't want to lose either of them because my boys are <laughs> relatively adventurous and will walk off. Uh, but, you know, like you could just see him looking up and around at the people around him that were, he was walking beside. And and he looked really comfortable and proud to be in and amongst that. And it was kind of a really surreal feeling because normally I would drive into the stadium and just go up through the lift. But to yep. be a punter, yeah. be a supporter, be a fan and, and walk, with, yeah, walk with the crowd and, and watch my boys yeah. do that. It was really beautiful.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Great night. And what a great game for them great to game. see. Now, we're going to dissect the game in a lot of detail up next because the Raging Bulls just got back to me, Gordy Tallis, and said, call me now. I said, mate, we're actually in the middle of something. <laughs> we so don't I'll... need you
2: anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, we do. Gordie Tallis, uh, he called the game with Triple M last night. A great call from the team and Dobbo and Gordie and, and the crew. So we'll get his thoughts. Benny Hannett as well. Uh, that's up next after the Fooies. This is the Dead Set Legends. Brins 104.5 Triple M. That's the Fooies. How good with A at Suncorp, But just seemed like only last week they were here, but they absolutely killed it. So did the Broncos. Two last night, dead set legends, Brisbane 104.5, Triple M, Broncos 24 to the North Queensland Cowboys 20. Um, we're going to get the great man, the Raging Bull Gordy Tallis, to dissect the whole thing for your local fruit shop. Sidestep the big guys and kick healthy eating goals by shopping at your local fruit shop. Find your local at yourlocalfruitshop.com. AU, Of course, uh, Thursday night, the Sydney Roosters uh, made a big statement. Actually, sorry, last night, the Roosters in the early game made a big statement, 30-12 to 12 over the Bulldogs. Uh, and then last night, it was the Broncos, 24-20 over North Queensland. Uh, other games last night, of course, uh, AFLW, the Brisbane Lions, 64-24 to 24 over GWS. Keeps their season alive, Margot. They've got mm-hmm. to rely on the Western Bulldogs beating Melbourne today and Collingwood beating Adelaide, and they'll make their second grand final in a row. In the NBL, the grand final game won. Uh, Melbourne, 107, defeated Adelaide 96. In the A-League, uh, Melbourne City drew with Adelaide United 1-0 in the Raw. play Sydney FC tonight. And the Reds are over in Argentina about to play the Jags. You'll see that early tomorrow morning. Uh, but let's get into some league. Uh, this man captained his club, his state and his country, the Raging Bull, big part of Triple M footy. Uh, morning, mate. Good morning. How are we? Good. Uh, what did you make of that last night? Margot went along and watched, had a great night. Uh, yeah. For mine, man of the match was the goalpost.
3: The man of the match for the Broncos certainly was the goalpost to stop uh, big Scotty Bolton with about a minute 17 to go on the clock. But it was a, I tell you what, it was a much, the Broncos, you know, if you ball it all down and and one thing that that was evident last night was their attitude. Their line speed was brilliant. All the little things like they, you know, like they worked really hard for each other. Their line speed was brilliant. Um They were probably a little bit lucky, you know, the ball bouncing back over for a try, hitting the goalpost. But you make your own luck in rugby league. They worked really hard and it was a really good win. And these two clubs just keep on performing at that level and make everybody on their edge of the seat sit there until the 79th minute every time.
2: And it's those little moments, like you mentioned, the post, the ball, the momentum swings, you know, and it sometimes can make the difference in a game because the Broncos statistically uh, weren't as good as... The Cowboys, You know, they didn't have as much possession. Their completions weren't as good. Uh, you know, the Cowboys gave away a few extra penalties. The Broncos had a few silly mistakes early. Uh, yeah. But after the, the reaming that they copped after round one and everybody wrote them off, and a lot of word. people were really vocal about it, uh, they came out and they proved why they deserve a chance and why they will be uh, a grand final contender this year, I think.
3: Oh, yeah, look, they Look, they got a bit of improvement. One thing that they got a real big tick from from me was Milford played like Anthony Milford. but right, we got to we got to stop trying to get Anthony Milford to play like Darren Lockyer or mm. Kevin Walters. They're not. He's he's not a manager of a game plan. He's just a broken field runner. Last night he was brilliant because Anthony Milford was allowed to play like Anthony Milford. So obviously Kevi Walters's magic is working out the Broncos, and then you know, you got that young guy, Tavita Pangai Jr. And
1: he was outstanding.
3: Shane Wedke and, yeah, Shane Wedke and Trevor Gilmarsh have asked for a front rower to stand up and for a 22-year-old to stand up and try to bullock his way over the line. They reckon it was old school, but it's new school. Like, that's the way you should be running. Like, I don't get it. That's, that's the level that a forward should run at every time they take the ball. You've got to try to beat the bloke in front of you, try to hurt him with the football. And uh, last night, I was super impressed with he and Anthony Milford.
0: Well, Tevita Pangai Jr. was your Mungle Boots man of the match last night on the Triple yes. M call. You guys called it sensationally. You, Dobbo, Benny Hannett. Uh, but I, I want to play you what Tevita Pangai Jr. said to you last night when you asked <laughs> him about their mindset going into this game. Have a listen to this, Gordy. Um, I think it was you guys that motivated us. The media was... Uh... Pretty much into us, so you just can take the credit for the for the win this week. Thank you. you know what? <laughs> what did you make of that statement that the that the Broncos were motivated by the media to play well this week? Well,
3: two things. Two things, Sam. I've invoiced the Broncos,
1: <laughs> right?
3: I've invoiced. They need me on their coaching staff. Yeah. Um, so Wayne Bennett had this. Unbelievable thing when I was playing. Don't read the papers. You don't want to read the papers. Don't read it if they're going to write something good about you, so don't read it if they're writing something bad. Well, he was into the media last night, but it's a bit of a masterstroke for him to turn around a 30-point rubbing, right, against the Dragons, for he to turn around the mistake of putting Sam Sidey in a hooker, for he to turn around all that stuff and convince his players that, mate, no-one wants us to win. It's us against them. It's a masterstroke. It's a, you know, so... So Wayne Bennett, he's still got a few tricks up his sleeve. But what does, so what happens next week? You know, like he revved him up at training, so the effort was there brilliantly. And now he's turned it all around, so it wasn't his fault. It wasn't the players' fault last week. It was the media. So
1: mm.
3: pretty good, isn't it? It's very, very intelligent.
0: Well, he's not listening like to that. his own advice, because I don't know if you saw Gordy, but he stormed out of the press conference last night. So he's certainly Did reading he everything the media's writing. Uh, and last night, let him have it. Well, mate,
3: listen, he's under pressure, Sam, because for the first time ever, right, you know, uh, the Broncos are talking to other coaches, you know, from sort of, uh, I think, player, player pressure, Kevin Walters is back there. So he's got someone that... You know, all the ex-players want to coach the club, and Kevi Walters, and then you know there's reports of Paul Green and you know Wayne Bennett's private life, which should be private. So there's all those things that are in the mix, and you know, and they had a poor start to the season, and that's unlike Broncos. So they got made. They set a very high standard, and everybody feels pressure in different ways, and he felt it last night.
0: Well, it's not all uh, the footy uh, action we've got left. Warriors, Titans today, you'll hear that one on Triple M. Panthers play the Rabbitohs, Storm V, the Tigers, and tomorrow on Triple M, you'll hear the Eagles and the Eels. And then the Raiders are also playing the Knights. All thanks to your local fruit shop. Sidestep the big guys and kick healthy eating goals by shopping at your local fruit shop. Find your local at yourlocalfruitshop.com.au. Gordy Tallis, we'll speak to you next week.
3: Cheers, guys. See you soon.
0: Deadset Legends, Triple M, I need uh, some people to help me with my nominations for You Cannot Be Serious this week. We've got four people. In the gun. Who you got? Well, this is where I have a go at anyone who I think's behaved poorly and had a whinge and needs to be called out for being a flog. (laughs) So I've got Kelly Slater for his no-show at Mick Fanning's final uh, tournament. Vernon Philander for pretending that his account got hacked when he bagged Steve Smith. Mm -hmm. No one's buying that. Shane Flanagan for leaving a game with a minute and a half to go. And Wayne Bennett for storming out of a media press conference last night. One triple three five three. give me your nominations. Who should be in the gun for You Cannot Be Serious this week? Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Could not ask for a better day out and about in Brisbane today. Tops around 31 and... Beautiful sunshine all throughout. Dead set Legends here, Sam Hargraves and Margot Parker. Margot, I'm looking for nominations this week for my You Cannot Be Serious segment uh, brought to you by John McEnroe where basically I uh, keep an eye out for sort of floggish behaviour in the world of sport through the week. And if I think that you need to just be given a little clip um, as a fan, and I do it as a fan because I'm not an expert, but you see people behaving in a certain way and you just go, you cannot be serious. You
1: mm-hmm. cannot be serious!
0: Exactly right, Johnny Mac, you and I on the same page there. So I've got a few people that I'd, I've... I'm trying to get a nomination for. Uh, Kelly Slater is one uh, because he didn't show up to Mick Fanning's uh, last tournament and just texted him and said, I'm out. Uh, that's not good enough. Vernon Philander for uh, tweeting uh, the world's worst conspiracy theory about Steve Smith being responsible for his run-in with KG Rabada and then saying, oh, no, I was hacked. Uh, Shane Flanagan for leaving again with a minute and a half to go. And Wayne Bennett uh, for storming out of last night's press conference. So I just don't know who to go for. Uh, what have you got for me?
2: Well, I've been reading through the paper this morning and them's fighting words is a hot topic in sport. Terence Crawford, the boxer from the US, has tweeted Jeff Horn saying, "Ama, he's got bad grammar 2 P.S. I'm going to show you a little princess. Come fight night. You just keep training and keeping my belt warm because I'm, insert swear word here, going to F you up. Come fight night. You, me, and everyone know it. What a flog. It's uh, just bad American sportsmanship. Just Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, but I read it and I was just like, what an idiot.
0: Yeah, this is the guy, by the Just way, who's Just shut up. The Just go out and fight. Exactly. Like, seriously. You know the fight's been postponed because he's hurt his hand.
2: Yeah, but there's a difference, you know, like, you know, the, uh, boxers always do that, you know, yeah. they egg each other on and they beef it, beef it up, but mm. be respectful still. Someone said to me the other day, you and know. And get that your grammar right. Like come that, on, yes. if, if I'm a That's insults. not a word unless you're Fergie from the black eyed peas. I'm a B, I'm a B, I'm a B one. Wanna... You know, we're a rock station. Yeah, no one no. knows what anyway, you're talking about. It, it's not a word. It doesn't exist.
0: No, you're right, it is not a word. And someone said to me the other day, you know that they announced the other week that they were going to do Olympic standard drug testing for this fight. Um, and then this week the fight's been postponed. I wonder if there's anything. Wow. He's hurt his hand, so don't, don't go down that don't path. Don't go down that path. Can't say that. Hey, uh, one triple three five three is the number if you want to make a nomination, but this is the time every Saturday morning we play toe-to-toe. You call us. You represent your suburb. Uh, great prize on the line here. Toe-to-toe, our sports quiz. You from your suburb against someone from another suburb and that suburban pride on the line. One Triple Three Five Three is the number if you'd like to play toe-to-toe, Dead Set Legends.
2: The reason you have a four wheel drive is to. Jesus. Come on, get with it, boys. The reason you have a four wheel drive is to do things and to go places. But are you really getting the most out of it? That's a good question. Get the most from your next four wheel drive adventure by visiting your nearest ARB store first.
0: ARB is as Aussie as flooded creeks and rocky hillsides. They've been around for over 40 years building quality. 4x4 accessories and they build those accessories for people who love adventure. They've got the gear to get you there.
2: For store locations and products, see arb.com.au. Cool. What's next? Sam, you may not no no no, no, no. Hmm. Sam, you may not know this, but the Brisbane Bayside is the right side of the best Hyundai deal. That doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Is the right side <coughs> Sorry for the best Hyundai deal, the base Bayside. Okay. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. You may not know this, but... Sam, you may not know this, but the Brisbane Bayside is the right side for the best Hyundai deal because just over the gateway is Barton's Hyundai at Wynnum.
0: Oh, they're the best. So why buy from Barton's Hyundai? They're a three-time Australian platinum dealer. They offer the best prices on new or demo Hyundais and it's family-owned and operated and run by two guys, Christian and Jeff.
2: So if it has to be Hyundai, it's got to be Barton's Hyundai at Wynnum. You can check them out at bartonshyundai.com.au. That's a poorly written ad. Why
0: is is that a reason to go there? (sighs) That the two guys are called Christian and Jeff?
2: (laughs) It's run by two guys.
1: Make it your beers to win the quiz. The Triple N Deadset Legends, toe to toe.
0: Yes, that's right. That's where we get two callers on the line from different suburbs around Brisbane. They play for suburban pride, and also there's a prize. Uh, five questions. Uh, whoever gets the most right wins. It's as simple as that. Uh, Margot, who is on the line, please.
2: Uh, we've got Neil from Red Hill. How are you this morning, Neil? Welcome. Yeah, very well. Thank you for having me. Give us a little test of your buzzer, there, Neil. What do I need to say? My name is it? a no, suburb. suburb, mate. Uh, Red Hill. Good job. Might need to be a little quicker on the pace on that one. We've got (laughs) Russell from Eastwood, not Greg Eastwood. It's Russell from Eastwood. Give us a go on your buzzer there, Russell. It's actually Heathwood. Oh, Heathwood. Heathwood. Good job, Producer Jack.
0: Our our Producer Jack, yeah, he's just having some (laughs)
2: trouble with his typing, but that's fine. Not enough coffee (laughs) this morning. Heathwood, Russell, give us a go. Heathwood, Beautiful.
0: Nicely done, Russell. Now, uh, just from both of you, I was saying a little earlier that uh, I need some help with my nomination for this week's You Cannot Be Serious, where I just uh, aim and shoot at whoever's been a bit of a flog this week. Uh, Who who do you reckon I should be going with, Neil? Uh, Was Wayne Bennett one of them? Well, he's in the running because he stormed out of the (laughs) press conference last night, old Wayne, so uh, just getting a little bit salty as he gets older, isn't he?
4: potentially, although yes. I'm from Red Hill and that's where the club is. So yeah, I probably be well,
0: shot. you don't want to see him around there. He might bump into <laughs> you and say, <laughs> hey, I heard cafe. you, Neil, I know what you said. Hey, what about you, Russell? Yeah, who true. should who should be in the gun for this week so you cannot be serious? Definitely Terence Crawford. Yeah, well, yes. that's Margot's nomination. For,
2: for bad grammar. Absolutely. Yeah, All right, <laughs> let's get into a bit of this.
0: Margot is our quiz master. You know your buzzers. There's five questions. Uh, whoever gets the most right wins. Uh, take it away, Margot.
2: Okay, number one. How many kilometres are there in a marathon?
0: Heathwood Hill. Oh, that Russell. is Russell.
2: 42. Good job. Oh, that's really well done. <laughs> Perfect. I thought it was actually 40, but it's 42. 1-0. Anyway. Oh, uh, how many shots under par is an albatross? Heathwood Hill. Oh, I think Russell, Russell. just got you again, Neil. Hot off the bat this morning. Oh. 3.
0: Yes. All right, Neil, it's it's do or die now. You need this one, yeah, mate.
4: I got it. Yeah, Question
2: right. number 3, ready? Who is Jeff Horn scheduled to fight in Las Vegas? Oh, Oh, Russell. Russell. The love muscle.
5: Yes. You got that right.
2: (laughs) Self-praise
0: is is no praise, Russell.
5: (laughs) Terence Crawford.
0: Yes, that's true. Ding, ding, ding. All
2: right, just playing for pride now, really, Neil. Just playing for pride now. Come on, Neil. Must be
0: delaying the phone, guys.
2: (laughs) Just got a bad line there. In what year did the Brisbane Broncos win their last premiership? Red Hill, P-Toy. Neil, oh. Neil. Yes.
5: Welcome. Oh, we're going to go 99. Oh, no.
0: What? No. <gasps> Russell, you can you can steal this one. Uh,
5: I'm going to
2: guess 2004. No. Boys, come on. 2006. <gasps> we need another one, though, don't we? It's Great been game too game long. Too. We don't want to end up like those sharkies 30 years out still waiting for one. H- who did you support? Did you say sorry?
5: Parramatta. Oh.
2: Parramatta supporter. Move on.
5: Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on.
6: Next.
2: Last question. Other
5: this week, too, Neil. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a manly sorry, sorry, guys,
2: you want us to, to shut up want to so take you this can off
0: chat?
4: off air? You
2: We'll let you have a chat off air after the game. Last <laughs> no question. Worries. Who is the only AFL player in history to win the Norm Smith medal, Brownlow medal, and a Premiership medal in Red the Hill. same season? Neil. Ablett. Close, but no cigar. only
0: AFL player on her? Russell. Dusty. Yes, Dusty oh. Martin. Oh, Neil. Oh.
2: Neil, oh, I'm with you.
0: Question win for Neil, uh, for yeah. Russell, sorry. Uh, Neil, thank you very much for playing and representing the good people of Red Hill. We'll speak to you another time. thanks Russell uh, just so you know you are heading along to see American Idiot Green Day's American Idiot is set to rock QPAC from the 13th of April book at qpac.com.au I don't know if you're a big theatre buff uh, Neil uh, sorry Russell but this is actually a great show I've been and seen it Triple M are very proud to be supporting it Uh, so you'll be heading along to that my friend
5: excellent love Green
0: Day yes you'll love this then too nicely done from you Russell stay on the line we'll get your details Uh, Margot it's decision time I've got to come up with you cannot be serious Uh, That's going to be next. Deadset Legends on Triple M.
2: The reason you have a four-wheel drive is to do things and to go places, but are you really getting the most out of it? A good question. Get the most from your next four-wheel drive adventure by visiting your nearest ARB store first.
0: ARB is as Aussie as flooded creeks and rocky hillsides. They've been around for over 40 years building quality 4x4 accessories, and they build those accessories for people who love adventure. They've got the gear to get you there.
2: For store locations and products, see arb.com.au.
0: Shane Flanagan made clear his feelings on the Sharks' four-point loss to the Dragons
5: without saying a word. The Cronulla coach deciding 79 minutes was enough and storming from the field before full-time.
1: Flanagan seen enough. Not what he was expecting in 2018. An 0-2 start. I mentioned that tough draw, guys, for the Sharks. Well, it's another loss at home. Yeah, and you, you did touch on their, their home record last year. Yep, lost seven five, out of 12, five wins at, yep. at home.
0: The great Paul Kelly on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Dead set legend, Sam Hargrove's Margot Parker. A beautiful day outside looking at 31 degrees and just sunshine, so just get out and about. Uh, Margot, it's been a tough decision this week coming up with my. Um,
2: Flog of the week.
1: You cannot be seen!
0: That's what it's called. You cannot be serious. And this is where, as a fan, because I love my sport and I read everything and I try and watch everything, and like every punter, you know, you see some behaviour at times where you go, You
1: cannot be serious.
0: And this is basically when people are just acting like flogs. So if someone's whinging for the sake of whinging or just carrying on like a pork chop, they come in line for
1: You cannot be serious. So I think we get the point. Mm -hmm. This week. be yes.
0: serious this week I'm having a hard time picking it, Margot, and you've given me a great one, Terence Crawford. Yeah. Uh, so Terence Crawford is uh, who Jeff Horn is going over to fight in Las Vegas now. Jeff Horn's come with a really big smack talk tweet. Couldn't understand any of it. His spelling and grammar was atrocious, as you read out mm-hmm. a little earlier. Uh, but what makes me laugh about that is that he's talking tough. This is the guy that's just said I've got to postpone the fight for six weeks because my hands sore.
1: Mm. You cannot be serious.
0: Terence Crawford, you're number one. Number two. Kelly Slater, mate, I don't care how many world championships you've done. If Mick Fanning wants you to be at his final tournament because he's retiring, he's a great of surfing, and you send him a text saying, I'm out because your foot's a little sore, mate.
1: You cannot be serious. I don't
0: care how many world titles you've won. Mick bashed a shark. You show up for a guy that (laughs) bashed a shark. I don't care how sore your foot is. You get there. (laughs) Number three, Vernon (laughs) Philander, the South African bowler. Um, We all saw in the news that KG Rabada, the the South African uh, quick, who's been suspended for, I think, the rest of the tour. They're trying to appeal it. They won't win. Um, He bumped Steve Smith with a shoulder after he dismissed him, and he's got uh, priors, so it all stacked up, and he's been suspended for three weeks. Now, Vernon Philander gets on, maybe after a couple of shardies, and decides to give up the worst explanation and the most mind-boggling theory on what actually happened since Star Wars tried to tell us that Greedo shot Han Solo first. It's just ridiculous (laughs) to think that Steve Smith initiated the shoulder bump when he was walking in the opposite direction. (laughs) He then realises the morning after and then deletes the tweet and says, oh, sorry, I've been hacked. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. They hack your account to do a long-winded diatribe
2: about (laughs) cricket incidences. Not unless he has kids, I would believe that, because my Facebook's been hacked by my kids. They've got on Posted stuff on my. Yeah, but behalf. what do they say? They
0: don't. They don't give a <laughs> dissertation. They don't give a full dissertation <laughs> on the
2: biggest incident happening uh, in the cricket series that you're
0: currently taking part of. Do they? No. No, they don't. They write "Mummy loves poo" or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's a hack, Vernon Philander. So Vernon Philander.
1: You cannot be serious.
0: Uh, number four, Shane Flanagan. This is a simple one. If you're a coach of a side and you t- and you preach an ethos of it's all about the team, there's no iron <laughs> team. We're all in it together. You don't do this.
1: Flanagan's seen enough. He's
0: walking off the field. Not what he was
1: expecting in 2018. An 0-2 start.
0: Doesn't matter if you've had an 0-2 start. If you're all in it together, you don't let the boys see you walk off with a minute and a half to go. Clearly very disappointed and frustrated. I don't care how disappointed and frustrated <laughs> he is. He's the coach. You stick with it. Yeah. And our man, too, and we love him, and I hope that he doesn't hear this, to be Speaking honest, of coaches. Because I am a little bit scared of him. Uh Wayne Bennett last yeah. night. Now, they've come out and said it's the media's fault that we, you know, everything's the media's fault and they spurred us on. David Pangai Jr. said, oh, the media, you know, have sparked us to this week. Uh, Wayne Bennett got in a press conference last night and this happened. There's, not, there's no other club in any sport in this country could have pulled together like we did in the last couple of weeks with all the adversity we've been through. Um, so that's what I'm most proud of. You know, you'll never divide us, guys, so stay at it, but um, our strength is, is our club and our people. Thanks. What, what, what? And off he goes into you know, the sun. He just got up and walked gym, out,
2: <laughs> Clint Eastwood style. They have copped a bit of a, a, a hiding in the media, as I said. They've been reamed what over the, the first game. You know, everyone was out to ridicule them and then they're never going to come back and they won't make it. And everyone's but worried about adversity. the Broncos, The Matt Lodge staff, you know, James that's Roberts, their too own doing. Far, they blah, 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 blah. Matt Lodge.
0: And then they get, they get shirty when people have questions and want to interview him and want to ask the club why they took him with his what he did. Uh, there's a family over in New York who are still pretty upset about that, maybe a lot more upset than Wayne is. You can't say you've been through adversity. There's an AFL club whose coach died a couple of years ago. They made the grand final last year. That's adversity. You've just had the media questioning you on a couple of things, Wayne.
1: You cannot be serious.
0: And that's it for this week. I really hope he doesn't hear that. Deadset legends. Uh, I'm. off feel better now. We all got that off my chest.
2: <laughs> Does that, vein Again.
0: Hey, coming up next, John Rivera got some great real estate advice for you. Deadset legends, Triple M. Brisbane's very own Powderfinger. Love that song. Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, Dead Set Legends, Cracking Day, 31, All Sun. Get out and about. There's heaps to do. Uh, we'll speak to Kath Rose just before the end of the show. She'll let us know everything that's going on in and around Brisbane. After 11 o'clock, Margot, I went one-on-one with the coach of the Brisbane Lions, uh, Chris Fagan, at their launch the other night. He is the nicest guy I think I've met in sport. Uh, It's a big season of AFL coming up. Lines are on the up, so we'll hear from him on his predictions for the season coming up very soon. Uh, This man, uh, John Rivera, we speak to from Urbane Homes every Saturday, he's uh, texted me this morning. He's up and about. He's excited. He's champing at the bit to get on. Uh, John Rivera, you've been speaking about this population migration that's coming to Brisbane, and you've just seen a study today that's got you very, very excited because we're starting to see the results of that migration.
1: I'm
7: really excited about this indicator. This is something that... (laughs) I've just been waiting for for South East Queensland and Queenslanders and, and it's finally come and it's, it's got to do with the job growth market. This is this is the biggest thing that I think I'm going to see this quarter. So hold on to your hats because South East Queensland is about to roll. What's happened? So, mate, we've seen, we've seen the uh, obviously all this migration happening and obviously we've seen a big, you know, we know why they're moving because it's cheap up here, it's more affordable. There is that price differential, but now... The big indicator is this job growth market, plus the infrastructure that's going to support it. So we've seen over 100,000 jobs get created in in Queensland over the last year. The big number, over more than 50% of that is in southeast Queensland. And we're seeing these major projects, like one that we saw recently, which is that $5 billion defence contract that Ipswich has won over Victoria. Big, big, big number, big days.
2: And so aside from jobs being created, what else does this does this mean for Ipswich, Redlands, South East Queensland, Red Bank?
7: Well, look, I think when you see obviously people, you know, getting comfortable with their jobs and they're getting income, obviously more demand occurs in the property market and this leads to price growth. And what, what I've been saying for a long time, you know, if you've been listening to the show, is we're going to see Brisbane become expensive. We're going to see Southeast Queensland get expensive. This is on the back of demand and job security. So when people are happy, they'll spend money. And this you know, this is what we keep saying about the time to get into the market is, is running out. We're running out of this time, particularly for, uh, for South East Queensland. We saw it in Sydney, we've seen it in Melbourne, and it's going to happen now.
0: So 100,000 new jobs, major defence contracts, which is going to mean more jobs and more people coming here. So massive, massive growth. So what you're saying to us, John, is that if you are humming and harring about buying, get in now while the prices are low, because how long do you expect it to be until we see the surge in prices? We're talking six months, a year? What? Give us an indicator there.
7: I think it's definitely over the next 12 months, you know, we're going to see it. And, and particularly in certain areas, I reckon it's already happened and it's moving fast. So, you know, like there's definitely areas where if you follow this infrastructure, you know, not just obviously like the, the Defence Force and that $5 billion out of Ipswich, but we've got, you know, things happening in the city, lots of infrastructure projects, things happening on the Gold Coast, Com Games. You know, this is, this is a, a big movement. So for me, it's, it's something that, you know, acts fast. Obviously, the first home on a ground is still available. You know, take advantage of that. And get if you're still town.
2: renting, stop.
7: That's it. Stop <laughs> renting. Get go and own something. You know, I'm still sorry for our Mexican friends and the cockroaches. They are in struggle town. You know, so we don't want to see that.
0: All right, John Rivera. We know you're on the golf course at the moment, so get back there, mate. How are you hitting them, just quickly? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm crushing them today.
2: <laughs> How, how's the cause, How's the green I'm, I'm, holding up I'm, after all the weather? We oh, don't have time
0: that for that. <laughs> right, mate, get I'm, back. I'm really uh, not, I think they're calling you at the tea at the moment, so keep crushing it. John Rivera from Urbane Homes, he gives us such great advice every week. This is the Dead Set Legends news up next, and we'll hear from Chris Fagan, Brisbane Lions coach on Triple M. A big happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Margot Parker, Sam Hargraves here. St. Paddy's Day today, and we're going to cross to our Irish, uh, Irish correspondent live from the St. Patrick's Day parade and find out all the great things that are happening around Brisbane for St. Patrick's Day. There we go. Or oh, to be sure, to be sure. We find out exactly what St Patrick's Day is all about. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's just people, Irish people, getting Dressing drunker in green than they normally and, do. Yeah. So we'll find out what the history of it, and we speak to our Irish correspondent, who is just my old housemate,
2: <laughs> who's Irish, <laughs> just just pulling all sorts of rank here today.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to speak to Chris Fagan. It was a chat I did during the week at their launch uh, one-on-one with the Brisbane Lions coach. AFL season starts next week. He's the nicest man in sport, so I'm going to have a chat to him coming up very soon. But I've had a great week, Margo.
2: Hey, Sammy, you hit you hit the gym last week. You, we talked about this on air last week. You've yes. gone back to the gym because you couldn't see certain things over the top of your <laughs> belly. My, my, and my I questioned whether large. it was the fact that your belly's got big or whether your Something else has got too small. <laughs> uh, but did, have you been back since? A little from column A, a little from column B. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been back since? Yeah. Uh, the good people
0: at F45 West End, uh, I was able to grace them with my presence. Um, and I've, I only went once <laughs> this week. I still, once? Saw from, I, only, I still saw from last week.
2: I saw Dubbo at the game last night and he said that he was there at 4.30am. I don't think they opened then. So he just must have got Lied. there. Lied. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got think, there early yeah. to do all his social media scrolling. Yes, uh, absolutely right. But Sitting in the car park.
0: Uh, I've got some other good news though. I, I went furniture shopping for the first time ever in my life as a 37 oh, year old. You're not sleeping adult.
2: on pallets anymore?
0: No. Uh, so I've, I've got a bed and I've got everything delivered. uh just a I've bed. still got a couch coming tomorrow, but all the white goods and everything like that. I've never been furniture shopping and um, it was an inc- – I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just walked around and went, oh, can I have that and that? And they're like, no, nah, that won't go with that. So you need to get a different – I'm like, I'll just have that and I'll just have that. But for blokes, <laughs> it just Harvey Norman I think is the greatest place on earth. You I have the, no, I went. No, I went to the one in Fortitude Valley <laughs> and I went to the one in uh, Carindale. <laughs>
2: You should have asked me to come with you. I love going shopping. I had no
0: idea what I was doing. Yeah. Not a single idea.
2: I had a very small styling business on Instagram for a, a wee moment. <laughs> I could have what? come and helped style your place and then I could have used it for my page. All right. Well, listen to this. I've got a blue couch coming. Oh, dear. A light blue couch and I've got a green
0: rug that looks you like grass. You Ah, yeah. uh, It's going to look unreal. Blue and
2: green should never be seen. And I've got a new TV too. Well, hopefully you never invite anyone back to your place.
0: Ah, they just say take no them anyway. Up to the
2: rooftop pool. <laughs> they say they say no anyway. <laughs> Can't imagine why. So,
0: blokes, don't worry about all that. If you're going furniture shopping, just do that. Just go to the one place that's got everything. Send your wife. It was Harvey Norman. I'll have that. Thanks. Yep. Dead set legends. Triple M. Def Leppard, Animal on Brisbane's 104.5, Triple M, Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, Deadset Legends on a Saturday morning. Uh, coming up very soon, we're going to cross to our Some Paddy's Day correspondent, my old housemate, Nicola.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Nicola.
0: Yes, she'll do a great job. And then we're going to do a new segment, Margot. It's called After the Siren. Basically, we want to hear from you about what actually happens when the siren goes and you go home. Uh, life living with a footballer. Injuries uh, are going to be the topic of today. So we're going to have a chat about that. Uh, but the Brisbane Lions get started next week. This is the best time of the year because all the footy starts to come back. The rugby's already going. Mm-hmm. Rugby League is in round two at the moment. And then the AFL starts next week. So we just got spoilt for choice in this country. All these great codes all going at the one time. Uh, the Lions had their season launch during the week. And I went there after our um, previous boss's uh, farewell lunch So I was uh, in good spirits. In good spirits. I was in a good mood. I was happy. I was up and about. Uh, And I had a few chats, one with Dane Beams, their captain, who uh, sadly lost his father a couple of weeks ago. Um, So our our condolences to him, and he's a ripping bloke. Dane Zorko I chatted to as well. We're going to hear both of those chats next week. But I caught up with their coach, Chris Fagan, as he was on his way out the door to go to the airport. And he is the nicest man in sport that I've ever met. And uh, this is the chat that I had with him at the Brisbane Lions launch, Chris Fagan. He is the world's nicest man uh, and just a great bloke and clearly doesn't listen to any of my comments. I
2: was going to say some interesting (laughs) questions you had there for him. What did you like about it? Um, not really quite sure I can name anything off the top of my head.
0: Oh, you weren't even listening. (laughs) Hey, uh, and well done to the Brisbane Lions women last night too. They defeated GWS by 40 points. They keep their season alive. It was a great win uh, from the Brisbane Lions AFLW side. Now, if the Bulldogs beat Melbourne today and Collingwood beat Adelaide, Adelaide, then they are through to their second grand final in a row. So good luck to that. Hey, and in a couple of weeks' time too, the Brisbane Lions will all be in the Queen Street more uh, doing uh, meet and greets for fans. Uh, so check out brisbanelions.com.au for the exact date and time because my phone just switched off and I couldn't quite read it. So uh, make sure you get on the Brisbane Lions website to check that out. And good luck uh, to the AFLW, the Brisbane Lions team this week. Hopefully results go their way. Dead set legends, St Paddy's Day correspondent Nicola, my old housemate to join us next to tell us what the hell's going on in the city for St Patrick's Day. That's that's next, Deadset Legends. Deadset Legends on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. A big thanks to Pedders too. Their new world-first vehicle weight matrix software, Margo. You can actually know your weight of your car, au. So, you know, the weight from loads, towing, and accessories, uh, it actually affects the safety and performance of the car.
2: Oh. That's something that you need to know, obviously, when you're going out on the road and you've got your caravan in tow. uh, But it also affects the uh, safety and performance of your car. But you can load up your car with all the common loads, towing and accessory items on your vehicle by using Pedder's World First Class Vehicle Weight Matrix Software.
0: Keanu Reeves
2: would be jealous.
0: I know. Lawrence Fishburne. (laughs) Visit petters.com.au today. Uh, one man who knows everything about what goes on the roads is our man, Russell White, um, from Driver Safety Australia. He joins us uh, every week, thanks to Barton's Mitsubishi. If it's got to be a Hyundai, it has to be Barton's, Hyundai.com.au. Russell, we thought we'd lighten it up this week. You've got the top 10 songs voted by... Now, this is from the Tourism Count, Queensland Tourism... Uh, have done this. They've polled 1,000 drivers in Queensland and have come up with the top 10 songs that people like to drive to. Russell,
2: are we rocking out, Russell? Yeah,
4: I think. Well, I think. We, well, I think so, Margot. You know, and it's important to remember, guys. These are these are the Aussie songs, so these are not necessarily the, the global ones. You know, from the international artists. So these are the these are the top 10 from the uh, from the local artists, if you like. So, and I don't know about you guys, but I reckon I do some of my best singing work actually in the car. So, yes. some people might might be able to relate to some of these. So. So we'll go through from the top ten. So we've got, we got number ten is The Horses, Daryl Braithwaite.
1: Oh. Be little darling.
0: I'll oh, take it away, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> we stop that right
2: there? Car karaoke <laughs> at its best.
4: Number nine is, is Flame Trees by Cole Chisel. Now, that's a cracker. That's
0: a really, really
2: good one. Oh, I, I think that's my favourite Chisel song. Yeah, I don't
0: I'd
4: actually agree. know
2: any of the words, but I think I know the words. You know, it's that when you're singing it and you're singing the wrong words, but you're singing it full wholeheartedly.
4: Yeah, see, that's the great thing, Margot. You, you can own it. You can do your own lyrics and all this work perfectly. So uh, I, I would agree. Actually, I thought Tree should have been a bit higher. But number eight is Working Class Man from Jimmy Barnes, of course, the legend. Oh, uh, well, there number, you go. Number seven, Never Tear Us Apart, In Excess. This is That was the only In Excess song that was well, there. I thought... Uh, I thought new sensation might have been there or something. But Russell,
0: this is one of those songs that you get right into as well. Like you get emotional. You're driving somewhere. This comes on and you just yeah. turn it up and you just let your heart
5: pour out. And the hands go.
4: You remember the ex-girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever and uh, it all comes flashing back. Uh, number six is Don't Dream It's Over. Oh, there's, there's an appropriate one. Don't Dream It's Over, Crowded House is number six. Oh, my favourite band. Sam's
2: career mantra, Don't Dream It's Over. <laughs> Every time I get <laughs> sacked, Russell, I just go, no, no, I'll come back.
4: <laughs> number five is You're the Voice, John Pylem, of oh. course. Now this, <laughs> this, this should be Australia's
2: national anthem. Has he actually officially retired yet? No, he's still going. Even Lionel <laughs> <or> Richie <laughs>
4: would. How doing many it come to back
2: him. to us as he had? No, he to do,
0: do as many as he wants. <laughs> the fact that we've got a show Rocky called Rocky, The yeah. Voice, Russell. The fact that we've got a show called The Voice on and he's not on it is a, is a major crime against humanity. And that yeah. song should be our new national anthem. I'm just
2: saying. Maybe this we can be, be, be. You cannot be serious for next week. Oh, it could be. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, all
4: right. Number <laughs> four, five. Number four. Oh, this is good. Long way to the top. A C D C. Get a lekker lekker. Yes. If you Number three, oh, this is a bit odd. I still call Australia home. Peter
0: Allen. Oh. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to play that. We're not, we're, yeah, just go listen to Aquinasat if you want to hear that. Uh, all right, so the top two in the Queensland Tourisms, top ten songs for people to drive to. A thousand drivers polled. These are the songs they've come up with. Take us through the top two, please, Russell White.
4: Okay, number two is Great Southern Land
0: Ice House. Ooh. Is this like and a back. bit of a steering wheel slapper? Slap up. T- 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 yeah, you can, you
4: can sort of get the, the, the head sort of rocking with that one, can't you?
0: No, oh, I like <laughs> it.
4: All right, number one. Okay, number <laughs> one. The winner, the number one song for Queen's Driver is Down Under Men at Work. <laughs> oh, what about that?
2: Woo! Oh, how good. I've noticed that uh, Savage Garden, Truly, Madly, Deeply, is number no, we don't. 11. We don't talk I would about have that. thought he'd be up there.
4: No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually, you dream, want to get sacked for mentioning Savage
2: Garden on Triple I'll M. No, no, you've got to stop. No. <laughs> I, I stop. had my first kiss to that song at a, a blue light disco. You
1: cannot be seen.
2: <laughs> How good is that?
0: Uh, all thanks to Barton's Vince If it's got to be Hyundai, it has to be bartons, Hyundai.com.au. Russell White from Driver Safety Australia brings us the best gear when it comes to making driving on the road interesting. That is fantastic. That is basically a Triple M playlist.
4: Oh, no, it's awesome. And the good thing was the Wiggles, you know, hot potato, hot potato. What going <laughs> to be
0: seen? Oh, thank goodness for that. All right, if you're driving along today, just get all those songs and enjoy, and you'll hear them on Triple M anyway. This is the Dead Set Legend, Sam Hargrove's Margot Parker. Some Paddy's Day crosses up next. Our Irish correspondent, Nicola, who's just my old housemate, who's Irish and a bit of a lunatic. So we'll have a chat to her and find out everything that's going on for St. Paddy's Day around Brisbane. That's next after Blur on Triple M. Blur, song two on the Dead Set Legends. Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Margot.
2: Yes, the day to be sure, to be sure. Oh, that's you are, my are best. so bad at accents. <laughs>
0: Your American accent was appalling before, when you were trying to channel Terence Crawford the boxer, and that I think is worse. I've actually been to
2: Ireland too. So have I. My uh, my girlfriend I've was dating an there. Irish bloke, and we went over there to visit for a week and did a bit of a drive in mm. and around Ireland. It's not very big, so it takes you like six hours to drive from one side of the I- country to the other. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was a beautiful country. Do you but know I've got uh, a castle there. Today is a day of s- you have a house there. A Castle. Oh, a castle. Yeah. It's a castle.
0: My father's... (laughs) Not a castle. My grandfather's mother was a Blennerhassett, and there's a castle over there called Ballyseedy Castle near Tralee. Seedy. Well, that goes in hand (laughs) with you. And Uh, uh, it should be mine, but but they won't let me stay there for free.
2: Yeah, well, St Patrick's Day is the only day that makes sense if anyone who's not Irish has a four-leaf clover tattoo. What?
0: (laughs) All right, now whenever you get, when I ever ask you to go into your contacts, who do you get on the show?
2: Well, this is what I was going to say. So I get Jonathan Thurston, Paul White, I got Michael Morgan for us a couple of weeks ago, Cameron Smith, Corey Parker. Uh, You've delved into your contacts list to get an Irish correspondent to see what's happening out there in Brisbane. And who have you come up with, Sam? Well,
0: I started with Bono, couldn't get him. Uh, I then went (laughs) Conor McGregor, couldn't get him. So I've gone down the list and I've come up with my old housemate Nicola, who we crossed to live from the St Patrick's Day parade. Hello, Nick. Hey, thanks. Good. Now, where are you and what's happening, please?
6: Um, I'm just outside the Port Office Hotel. Um, I'm actually waiting to go into a reception with the Lord Mayor. So you're very lucky that I have taken the time out to talk to you. We, we might also, need an interpreter I mean, for this. You do not have a
5: castle in Ireland.
6: I just you <laughs> know that castle. I do. You, you live do just do near not, it. Is it called a castle a or a have castle, not. Nicola? You do not. Castle.
2: A castle. Yeah. Castle. castle. How many Guinnesses deep are we today? Um for legal
6: reasons I probably shouldn't answer that. Seeing <laughs> it's half eleven in the morning. There's a bit of there's a bit of controversy because the um the bars here aren't actually pouring Guinness correctly. So it's causing
5: oh. a bit
6: of controversy. They're not doing the two four system, they're just lashing it all in. So
0: Oh, that's, uh, that, well, that's almost day-ruining. What else can people get, uh, go and do today for St. Patrick's Day? What else is happening in Brisbane?
6: Oh, it isn't happening. So, <laughs> while you're, um, so the annual Irish, Brisbane Irish Festival is down in the Botanical Garden. So we just finished off the parade, went very well, absolutely roasting. I don't think a lot of Irish people thought it was going to be that warm, so mm. the sunburn levels have probably gone through the roof. <laughs> So there's a family fun day down in the park at the moment till about two PM where there's all Irish food, Irish stalls, bit of bit of laugh, bit of dancing, all good. No alcohol. So if you if you're looking to get on it, stay away from the park. <laughs> if you if, you, if you, no seriously you can't drink drinking in the park because so a police check you out. Okay. If you do want to go drink it, you can go to the plethora of Irish pubs around the place. Irish Murphy's, Copperface Jacks, down the West End, Gomales, all the jazz. There's also um, Paddy Fest, which is at uh, the festival at Doomba and races the button on there today. So oh, if like you it. want to dress up and head out to the races, you can go that way. And the big thing for us is that Ireland um, are playing England in the Six Nations Rugby this evening. So if by some miracle you're still standing at 1 o'clock this morning, <laughs> we would
2: encourage you to come down to the pub to watch the rugby. And then speaking of that, Eddie Jones actually came out and... Uh... Sledged the Irish, saying that they've only lost once to the scummy Irish.
6: Are they I, are they no. seeing
2: red or green?
6: Well, my mother nearly had to be incarcerated. She was going to go for him. She wasn't impressed with that at all at all. <laughs> Apparently, it was taken out of context, but um, you know yourself with Eddie Jones. So we're not too impressed with that. But you know, we're pretty confident how we're going to do, and we we'll show them on the pitch and trick Now,
0: Nicola, of just course. quickly explain to us what St Patrick's Day actually is for.
6: Well, it's that St. Patty's Day, like an unnamed person who asked me to come on the show earlier on texted me. Yeah, but she um, got really offended so, and
0: almost said no because I said St. Patty's Day. Okay, so St. Patrick's Day, what is it about?
6: St. Patrick's Day is the, the National saint of Ireland, famed um, for bringing Catholicism to Ireland. Actually, a Welsh fella, wasn't Irish at all at all. <laughs> um,
1: the irony. <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, and also drove all the snakes out of Ireland, so we're all very thankful for that. Cause Irish people don't really get on with snakes. And how we celebrate him is that there's a religious holiday and also a public holiday at home in Ireland. And um, essentially, people drink themselves stupid. So, comparative
2: to Australia Day.
6: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, but you know, like you know, for the for the awful fear of snakes, we we thank him by uh consuming copious amounts of Guinness really and I just love celebrating it. all things Irish.
0: We've gone straight to the top with my Irish correspondent. It's a day that's <laughs> started by a Welsh person and if you want to go see the Queensland Irish choir, can you guess where they're playing today?
6: Yes, Sammy, they're playing at the German club. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: nicely
0: done. That's very Irish to be sure. Hey Nicola you're a superstar. Have a great day. Yeah
6: take care guys. Bye.
0: There we go, Our Irish correspondent. Enjoy St. Patrick's of Day. It is, it is a ripping day uh, wherever you are, wherever you're enjoying it. Hey, up next, uh, we're going to speak to you, Margot Parker, about what happens when the siren goes and footballers head home. Life at home with a footballer. You were spurred to wanting to do this after Jordan Carhu did his jaw. Yeah. And we're going to find out from you what actually his partner's in for over the next few weeks as he recovers. That's next on the Dead Set Legends. Sam Hargroves, Margot Parker, dead set legends for a Saturday morning. Margot, you went to the Broncos last night, uh, took the kids there, had a great night. Um, But there was something that you saw happen during that game that uh, had you coming in this morning saying, I want to do a segment when we've called it after the siren, which is basically about what happens when the game finishes and the players head home. Life at home with a professional rugby league player.
2: Yeah, look, definitely uh, watching Jordan Carr, be walked from the field last night in a very mm. disorientated state, was a little bit scary and daunting. Um, and I'm not his wife or his partner, you know. Um, so to I've seen Corey <laughs> that would be awkward, if yeah. You will. Well, it would be, uh, but I just felt for his beautiful partner um, Jess sitting down mm. there in stands, having to watch that and wondering uh, what sort of state he was in, um, you know, because you don't get to notified. The boys go into the the shed, the doctors look over them and, and check them for concussions and all that sort of stuff. So you don't really know what's happening. Uh, so that can be a really awful feeling to have while you're sitting there waiting for the information mm. to come through. Um, so our condolences go out to Jordan. He's broken his jaw and he's got a six week recovery yep. um, to come back from that, to, to get back into the season again. But his partner put up a really beautiful um, um, let's say ode to him this morning on her Instagram, just saying that you know the game can be cruel and it chews you up, spits you out. Jordan mm. Carr, who has faced some some heavy injuries, you yeah. know, over his his short career, um, you know, and she made mention that they'd been through ten in, um, surgeries together—knees, shoulders, uh, and now his uh, jaw. Uh, but it got me thinking about. You know those moments in the mm. game. You know we all revel in the wins, and we you know can have a whinge and a uh, be critical of when they lose and that sort of thing. But when they go home, it's their families that pick up the pieces of the highs and the lows that we go through. Yeah. Um. And and it can be quite devastating and have devastating effects on them, not only physically but emotionally as well. Yep. You know, and especially men, they don't talk very openly about their feelings. Yep. And you know, there's a lot of uh, momentum with you know, mental health and depression and suicide within men. And, you know, it, it's not weak to speak and those sorts of things. But it just got me thinking about some of the things that we go through as women in supporting our partner. And this is just not alone to footballers. This is, you know, any husband or partner in any trade, in any field of work. Um, they you know you have their,
0: their body is their, is their livelihood. Is their
2: livelihood. And they have a very short period of time to, to yep. make it work, you know, and they don't get have the rest of their career, Mm. you know, or lifetime to have that career. Uh, But I was just reading up on a few things, um, you know, that Jess is now going to have to nurture Geordie over the next six weeks through that. Plus manage, uh, they're planning a wedding uh, they have two very small children. Um, you know, all those things that life throws at you. Uh, but Andrew McCulloch came back last night from six months out on the sideline from a knee injury. Um, and he wrote a blog about, like he blogged about it, uh, and just a bit of an insight into his emotional state throughout that. Um, you know, 32 tablets a day, he was taking blood clot, blood clot medication, pain medication, you know, Carly, his partner was having to give him an injection every day. Um, so that there was no blood clots, you know, that sort of thing. Um, Josh and Tanissa Maguire, when he got poked in the eye, um, you know, his iris collapsed, his retina detached, you know, was going to be blind and possibly never play football again. You know, these are some of the things, you know, Corey, uh, he had countless amounts of needles um, just so that he could go out and play to make certain areas of his body numb. Um, You know, he's had hernia repairs, he's had his face split open, fractured eye socket, he had a laceration to the shin, joint, his groin, he had to have that nicked, Uh, he had a compound fracture in his hand, he did his PCL, shoulder ligament, dislocated wrist, like the list goes on, you know? So after all the dust has settled and the full-time siren goes, you know, it's the women behind these men that have to support them, through these moments. So,
0: and, and what's that like? Because, you know, from the outside looking in uh, as a fan, you go, oh, what a great life. It's yep. privileged, and, ma- you know, it's a, lots of money and, um, you know, the great lifestyle and go to all these events and, uh, you know, they've got access to mm. doctors and all that kind of stuff that people don't have. But what is it actually like when no cameras, they get home, they're facing 12 weeks yep. off. On the sideline. How does that impact on the family, kids, wife?
2: Well, I think it can be lonely You know, um, yes, they have all this great support around them when they're playing, but when they're injured, it's, you know, they're not turning up to training every day. They're at home sitting on the couch and they have time to think, you know, it's it's scary. Is my career going to be over? What will I do after football? If they haven't, you know, set themselves up in a position where they have things to do outside of it, they could have that one moment Mm. that's career ending for them. And they know no different than to play football. You know, so that can be quite devastating and have an impact, you know, financially, not only physically yeah. and emotionally, but they're used to having an income come in based off all they know, which is football. And some of them aren't on the guaranteed contracts either. They get paid no, as, they get paid what games they play. And so they're not on millions of dollars a year, Sam. You know, Corey spoke very openly in, the, in his book about his best bill deal being $275,000 a year. Yeah. Which
0: is again, way above, you know, the minimum sure. wage. Great but money. It's only but short when you're putting your body on the
2: line and it's a short period of time yeah. and there's the high risk, is it worth it?
0: After the siren, that's a fascinating insight to what goes on when the players go home. Margot, thank you very much for pulling the curtain back a little bit for us. We need to find out what's going on in and around Brizzy. Kath Rose will tell us all the events that are happening next on Deadset Legends. The Rolling Stones on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Sam Hargreaves, Margot Parker, dead set legends. Almost time for us to say goodbye. Big day of NRL to come. Uh, Warriors, Titans, you'll hear the call live on Triple M. Uh, Margot, heaps happening in our beautiful city, and today's weather is just cracking 31 degrees, sun is shining. Uh, we always speak to Cath Rose because she's got her finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of what's going on. Now, we did speak to my former housemate, Nicola, <laughs> uh, who was our Irish correspondent, <laughs> who tried to tell us what was happening on St. Patrick's understand. Day. We couldn't, could we? No. Could not understand <laughs> a word an she said. interpreter. So we oh, have to go to oh. Kath Rose now. Kath Rose, can you please tell us what's happening, uh, apart from the uh, Irish choir playing at the German club, which I find hilarious,
1: <laughs> what Isn't else, that is,
0: what sick, else is going on today?
5: Yes, look, let me interpret for you. Let me interpret. So the Brisbane Irish Festival is on all through the city. Right now in the city, the um, St Patrick's Day Parade has just finished So, Brisbane City will be overflowing with green leprechaun goodness. Anywhere you go in (laughs) Brisbane City, you'll be seeing mad Irishmen. So, get to a pub and just, you know, give cheers to Ireland. Um, There's also the Paddy Fest. That's happening at Eagle Farm today. That's going to be through until 10pm. That's a cracker. But... Australia Zoo, and look, I don't know if the Irwins have been on some sort of hallucinogenic substance, but at Australia Zoo today, they're celebrating St Patrick's Day, and they're having a win your wife's weight in beer race. I
0: like it. That's a lot Uh, of
5: beer. Yeah, I like it, yeah. They've also got a talk like the Irish quiz. So anyone that didn't understand your former flatmate can go up there and take that is, and they they spruced it. They've also got fresh green ice cream.
0: I like it. Now Uh, give us two other things of what's happening in town, please. Is Comedy Festival still going?
5: Yeah, sure. We've got the last weekend of the Comedy Fest. So that's um, at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Uh, We went along last weekend. It's absolutely fantastic. doesn't matter who you see. They're all funny. If you can't get to the Comedy Festival, just stay listening to Triple M, because every day, of course, is Comedy Day. It's on Triple M. (laughs) 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 And it's none of that, piques your interest. For the others among us, there's the Heritage and Harmony Festival out at Redlands. I wish you all the best out there and namaste. Um, (laughs) But I'm down on the Gold Coast at the Home of the Arts, which is the former Gold Coast Arts Centre, and we've got Tim Minchin uh, live in concert. It's a free concert tonight. Um, So that's where I'll be tonight.
0: Nicely done from you, Cathrose from and Rose PR. And, of course, if you're in the mood for a bit of Green Day, get along and see uh, Green Day American Idiot ah, at QPAC.
5: Beautifully done, Sam It is a sensational
0: show. Nicely done from you. We'll speak to you next week. Margot, uh, that's pretty much it from us. What are you up to for the weekend, please? I'm headed
2: out to Willow Bank. Uh, they've swapped the drag racing rubber burning for the CMC Rocks Willow Bank. So I'm headed out there to see Old Dominion, Kelsey Ballerini, Brett Young, Dean Boyd, all the country music artists.
0: Nicely done from you. Have a great weekend. Saturday, NRL is up next, and then the Warriors v. the Titans. Enjoy your weekend.
1: We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M, and if you missed the show, catch up with Just a Tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Petters Weight Matrix. See petters.com.au.